roses are red. Donovan is great. We live in a fucking apartheid state. It's Radio Free Talk Bag. I'm Donovan. Yes, I'm Arthur. Oh, I love that energy. Yeah, just quick reminder there. Uh, defund the police. I, my friend was telling me that that her friends, like several people, were giving her shit and telling her go, to go back to like posting normal stuff, you know, because she's been posting shit about the protests and stuff, which are still fucking going on, by right, the way. Right. And you should be you should be supporting that. Radio Free Tote Bag says fully a cab. So, anyways, don't be one of those people. Get involved if you can. We're going to keep reminding you about this. On a completely unrelated topic, well, I don't know, Mark's a, Mark's a lefty too, but we, we, we have a good friend, Mark Adkins, uh, on the show. How's Hello. it going? Um, thriving. I uh, worked for nine hours today, didn't get a chance to shower, and uh, I'm making up for my lack of lunch with some extra whiskey. Very good. Fuck yeah. I too am uh, drinking alcohol and am caked in work sweat, so... It's a good combo. It's uh, pretty much been my vibe for the last two weeks. Now that I actually have to work again, mm-hmm. um, kind of fucking sucks. But got to pay the bills and can't pay with that government blood money forever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I feel I feel left out. I I like showered. I used a loofah. I never use a loofah. Like I am unusually clean right now. But I've got you guys to put the stank on the podcast, oh, yeah. which, which I appreciate. So, Mark, you you also do a podcast. Do you want to kind of introduce that and talk about you know what it's called, what uh what do you do on there, all those things, where you can find it? Yeah. Um. So my show is called Pocket Monster Radio. Um. It's a podcast about Pokemon. Oh yes. It's my my friends from high school and I. They all are still down in Cincinnati, and I'm the one that always has to record remotely. Um. But. Yeah, we just talk about Pokemon. We're always doing current playthroughs and talking about that shit. And we've realized over the last couple of weeks that none of us actually really like Pokemon that much anymore. But we're, uh, <laughs> we're still rolling. Um, so yeah, Pocket Monster Radio. It's on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. I think anywhere you can you can listen to podcasts, it should be there. Fuck yeah. Are you just getting burned out on the new ones? Yeah, the new one for the Switch fucking sucked. Um, it was just a genuinely it ah, I don't want to rehash what I've rehashed every single week on my podcast but <laughs> it's lower quality than every previous Pokemon game and costs $20 more um, mm. and that is a real one-two punch for me to be really upset God, yeah I played a little bit of it I, I, I have it on Switch I've got Shield I haven't played one to be honest since probably like Ruby and Sapphire uh and so, like, I, I don't know. It's a good time because I, I haven't seen, like, recent games. The first 3D one I've played. But yes. the fact that, like, all the fucking Pokemon aren't in there, that's fucking irritating. Like, this is the f- the first full console release, right? Like, why not make this? Like you said, it's more expensive. Like, more expensive. Why not make it more expansive in terms of, like, having all the fucking Pokemon and shit? That sucks. Yeah, it's on, like, the best... Um like system it's been on like with the most power and it honestly is the most like restrictive and closed in a Pokemon game has felt maybe ever to me. Mm. Like I I just played Pokemon platinum, which I think came out in like 2008 or 2009. And it's just like fucking head and shoulders above this new game. 
That sucks. You hope they make like a comeback on it because like the Switch is portable and shit, and you can like this. It is the fucking ideal place for that game. You could yeah. make like the definitive game on there. But yeah, that's all we got except for like the the Let's Go ones, and I guess those are remakes of the originals, which I loved, but I don't know if I love it enough to be playing through it again. Oh, I, yeah, I do. Emulator. That's I another get, yeah. one that I, I think it just falls victim once again to the sixty dollar price point. Like I think that game is pretty fun, but I don't know. I've just Pokemon games have always been thirty or forty dollars, and it has to be like fifty percent more quality for me to justify that fifty percent price increase. Right. And then the other thing with the fucking new games is they put out DLC too. So if you get that, Ugh. you're out ninety dollars for a fucking Pokemon game. Yeah, that's it's fucking nonsense. That's, and Nintendo like rarely fucking drops the price on these things. It's just again capitalism squandering fucking potential in, in games, which which fucking sucks. Yeah. Especially because like okay, Gold and Silver are my favorite of all time. Those are some of my favorite games. Those of all are the last time. ones I played. Extremely yeah, so good memories. Gold and Silver are great if you have access to a DS. They're still fucking expensive to get your hands on, but the Heart Gold Ooh. Soul Silver remakes that they did are top tier all time Pokemon games for me. Like it really improved on it, but still captures the feeling of the original game. Um, I can spend way too much time talking about Pokemon. I have thoughts. <laughs> you, you in fact have a whole program about it. Yeah. There, there's a reason we're about 70 hours of content deep on uh, talking about Pokemon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to send uh we're talking about sending Arthur over to, to you guys to guest. Yeah. Uh, I already, uh, already sent that, message on to the boys and everybody seems interested so hell yeah well, well cool so, well, so our listeners keep keep an eye out check out uh pocket monsters radio and yeah uh, you might you might hear hear one of us sweet boys uh on there soon i'll come talk and about retro i'll come talk yeah, about retro get... pokemon yeah that's um usually that is my role everybody else likes the new games a lot more than i do but there's they they fucking knocked it out of the park in the beginning, and everything has just been trying to recreate that goddamn magic. Oh uh, yeah, B- bingo! I got well, well, some magical tales about young Arthur and Pokemon. Yeah, you should sa- <laughs> save them for our show so Absolutely. we can have that sweet sweet content. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the in the spirit of our of our dating and relationship show, Mark, we got to ask you our uh, standard fair guest question, which is. What you know? What's your most kind of embarrassing, stupid, goofy, uh, you know, dating relationship, sex experience, anything within that realm? What do you What do you got? Yeah, so um, mine is basically my entire life up until about three years ago. Um, so I'm going to take you guys on a little trip down uh, why my life is awful. Um, so, um, I don't know where you guys fall on it. I like I remember having a crush from like preschool on like from the time I was like three or four years old I was always very very interested um you're like so, Arthur yeah that's me I fully had that yeah like from the fucking get go like I can name my uh preschool crush Valerie Ahern um, Janelle James yeah, yeah like <laughs> Kindergarten, kindergarten is an unknown name, but everything else I can name pretty much every girl I've ever had a crush on. Um, but yeah, so I always wanted a girlfriend from like as long as I can fucking remember. And it all finally started in the eighth grade, and that's where everything went wrong, too. Um, <laughs> so 
first girl that I, my first real girlfriend, quote unquote real girlfriend, um, I told her that I loved her um, at a gazebo after school one day. And then that evening received a phone call from her and she dumped me. How long had you, um, like, what's the, what's the lag time on getting to know you and then I love you? We had been good friends for about two years, and oh. then um, we dated for 28 days. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> um, that hooked seems... up with her later on in high school, though, so I got the last laugh there. <laughs> that there seems like a, nice. a reasonable lag time. That seems okay. Yeah, like, it was It was whatever. Um, I don't think I forced it. I just don't think she liked me, and she sure. realized sure. that I was serious. Um <laughs> So then later on that year, um, at the end of eighth grade, I had my first ever kiss. Um, it was in the movie theater after seeing Get Smart, the, <laughs> Steve, nice Car- the Steve Carell remake. <laughs> nice. Um, the, pr- the priest from my Catholic school was sitting about four rows behind us, I realized, after I had kissed her. Oh, um, <laughs> got home that evening, received a phone call, and she dumped me. <laughs> oh. Was the priest involved? Did this priest, like, fuck you over? Or was no. Or like... No, he was just a casual observer, I think. Um, <laughs> that dude, like, foamed at the corner of his mouth, and I'm fairly certain was a fucking creep. He had the um, white stuff. That's what we... Yeah. Uh, we had an episode with a friend of the pod, Maria Seneca, we identified that we just call it the white stuff. When when it foams up <laughs> in the corners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking gross. I don't know what causes that, and I've really never seen anybody else to that level in my entire life. It's a side effect of pederasty. <laughs> They call it the pedo foam. <laughs> yeah, you ever see like a like a raccoon in the park foaming at the mouth? You better fucking run because that sucker will diddle you if it sees you. <laughs> Diddled by a raccoon. Yeah, and then um, I guess there's only one other real saga is uh, when I lo- lost my virginity. I was um, staying up with a girl who would end up being my girlfriend later. Um, I was still it was. Summer in between school, I was living at my parents in Cincinnati, and I came up and stayed with her at her apartment in Columbus, and I had never stayed with somebody in that way before, and did not know how to handle having to shit in her apartment. Um, <laughs> Casually. So, so my decision casual. was to not eat, and... Um, <laughs> The, the day after I got like a there, fucking boxer trying to get to fighting weight. <laughs> I never claimed to be intelligent, and it, uh, it it sure did bite me in the ass. So uh, I was over um, consuming some of that kind kind with one of my buddies. Yeah, that yeah. sounded so fucking lame. I hated that I just said that. Um, and I was out on his smoking marijuana. That's I was smoking marijuana. Yes. <laughs> And I uh, I stepped out onto his front balcony to smoke a cigarette and completely lost consciousness, passed out, and hit my head on a railing. Oh! And <laughs> fairly certain I got a concussion. Oh! Um, and then I, like, went back to her apartment to sleep it off, or to, like, rest it off. Sleep off a concussion was not the right move. Um, <laughs> no. And so she went out to a party and got drunk and just, like, came back and fucked me while I was nursing a head wound, and it was the first time I had ever been fucked. (laughs) Oh, the curve of that massive knot on your head is really getting me heated. (laughs) It, uh, yeah, it it got me laid, and, uh, the getting was good. I I guess it's always good the first time. 
Um, and then can <laughs> I say, I don't know if I'm just rambling too much. Can I throw one more other one in there? Please. This one's no, less go, embarrassing. Go, go ahead. But since I'm going through all the firsts, the first time I ever got blown was like, honestly, one of the funniest things I've ever done in my entire life. Um, <laughs> this was my ex-girlfriend who I dumped on her birthday. Um, oh, no. This was like a, a few months after we had broken up. She came over um, and my parents were out of town and I did not tell her my parents were out of town and she like came over, we hooked up and then I told her like, Hey, my parents are probably gonna be back soon. You should probably go. And then I watched her car go away and then went and met with my friends for Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good out. That's an yeah, impressive it, out. it worked really well. I was like maybe 19 at that point. Um, I was how you say a late bloomer. Sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's me and my tales of woe. <laughs> Powerful. Well, def- definitely good answers. Yeah. I had I had one more kind of dating question that it, that's more personal for you. Yeah. Um, but so you you identify as non-binary, and that, and that's a more recent thing, right? I think you yeah. told me like when we were at that party, actually. We yeah. Were at about. that party, that would have been pretty brand new for me. I think. Um, yeah, so I am non-binary and bi, um, I actually, funnily enough, I came out on my podcast for the first time ever in our episode that came out last week. I had never talked wow. about it in like a professional entertainment setting. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, so my girlfriend, Martha, honestly had a lot to do with it. Um, more of like making me feel comfortable with it, but it's one of those things like, Everybody knows with, or anybody who's not a fucking dipshit, like, knows with a lot of, like, trans and non-binary people, like, the concept of uh, gender dysphoria, um, where, like, what's going on in your head doesn't really match your body. Um, I have what I, what I refer to as reverse gender dysphoria, Mm. where, um, instead of it, like, being what's in my head didn't match, my body didn't really match. Mm. Um, so, like, instead of, like, kind of trying to change to go with my head, I kind of honestly just adjusted things um, to my body because I have had big old cans since I was in like the fourth or fifth grade um, <laughs> because I am what the medical community refers to as a bona fide fat fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so like I've had some big old hangers since the time I was like nine or ten years old. Fat solidarity, and- brother. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Um, And I was just always so fucking uncomfortable with it. And it was never really my body. It was always just my titties. And, like, one day I just realized, like, oh, if I don't try to identify as a man, I really feel so much more comfortable in my own body. Sure. Um, And, like, honestly, Martha, like, actually making me comfortable with my body certainly helped me in reaching that point. Because, like, before Martha, I had never taken my shirt off during sex, which says Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm. Um, and I wasn't trying to keep doing that the first time we did like I just fucking ripped the shirt off like if I'm gonna go into this thing I'm making sure I'm comfortable the whole time Yeah, Um, but yeah so she was like the first person and before I told anybody else like she would use they them pronouns for me and it really made me feel validated so um, luckily I haven't had to broach the subject from a dating perspective because I kind of discovered it with my current partner who has just been incredibly cool and supportive about it the whole time that it's been going on. So I'd say it's been about two, two and a half years now. And that's it's like, fucking awesome. Yeah. And honestly for myself confidence, it's like pretty much the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened to me. And 
I still don't really talk to it about, like, with my family or anything. Like, they don't really know. But um, at this point, most of my friends are good with it. And if they're not good with it, they're comfortable with me calling them out on it. Because I'm just sick of putting up with people's bullshit with it. Because, like... People know how it works at this point, for the most part. And right. If 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 you're not gonna if you're not gonna use the right pronouns and all that, or like be shitty if somebody calls you out, then that's like an active choice on your part to be yeah. a dickhead. You know. Yeah. So I've like stopped being self conscious about that. Like I'm gonna do what makes me feel comfortable and realize that if anybody doesn't acknowledge that, like they're just a fucking piece of shit, and it's nothing to do with me. Well, my, my initial question was going to be about the, the dating stuff. Uh, but that's fucking great to hear that your, your partner was like, not only like accommodating, but like actively supportive and like kind of helped you, you know, figure that out. So fucking, Hey, I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. It's, it's been fucking awesome. And like, truly she is the fucking best. Like I, she rules so much. I like had never been with anybody for more than like six months before her. And we're going on three and a half years at this point. Um, so shit's rad. Oh, congrats partner. That's that's fucking good. I'm just now realizing I should have used, uh, the ultimate gender neutral pronoun comrade. That's solidarity. (laughs) That is why I like y'all and partner so much. Yeah. Yeah. One, because I love the, I have, I don't know, I lived in Arkansas for five years, I guess. I'm in Nashville. Okay, you I'm fucking y'all. Southern. You earned I'm a y'all. fucking cowboy. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I like that goofy aesthetic, but it all says gender neutral. More people should use y'all. I'm a, I'm a y'all stan. I also, I love dude as a gender neutral greeting. Like, yeah. I pretty much use it for everybody now. I love using y'all, too. Like, it's... Because the Cincinnati is basically the South, like it, yeah, it's something true. that I was always around when I was growing up. True. Right on. Well, let's uh, let's get into these questions with you then, Mark. Yeah. And uh, this first one, this first one's a doozy. I tell you what, we're coming in <laughs> hot, hot and sexy. Because uh, this this person asks, "How do I kiss passionately?" In parentheses, twenty m. Advice appreciated. And it was posted by Lewis underscore AVFC. How does one kiss with passion? Yeah, let's hear let's hear some secrets. So um the trick for me is just keep that mouth as wet as humanly possible. Sure. Just <laughs> just dripping. Get a little sprinkler rigged up to, you know, into your mouth when you're making out. Get some of that white stuff in the corners. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> I think that the the key to a passionate kiss is less what you are doing with your mouth and more what you are doing with your hands. Yes. So, like, if you're, like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of running the fingers up in the hair and getting a grip on the back of the head if I'm really about it, like if I'm really kissing hard. That's big. That's a big move. I think that's a big move. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're like on the couch when things start, like really just fucking grip that thigh is always something I've mm, been mm-hmm. into. Like the the pool close is just essential. Like yes. just squeeze the fucking shit in a appropriate manner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You're not trying to pinch. See, yeah, I, I got a whole uh, protocol for passion kisses. Right. So you start out, you're gonna want to do. Uh, 
kind of a long trip by foot to Calvary. Uh, get some stigmata going, you know, crown of thorns oh, that on. shit up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought of that as soon as I saw the question, I was like, this bit is far too stupid to leave out of the show. Is that why no. you picked this question? You're saying the passionate kiss should end at Golgotha. Yes, absolutely. Because what is more passionate than the passion of the Christ, folks? And there will be a a thief on another cross next to you who everybody will release instead of you, the Messiah. (laughs) What's that? Brabus, Brabus. I couldn't get the fucking pool on time. (laughs) I'm impressed he pulled that, you know, even a few seconds later. Fucking hell. 12 years Uh, of Catholic school will do that to you. Hell yeah. Well, it's showing how much my education went over my head. My next rogue in D&D is named Barabbas. <laughs> no, honest answer on this one. Uh, like, I'll be honest, I was not a great kisser for a long time, and I don't think I got called out on it. I'm going to guess you uh, were toothy. No, not too, just too much tongue, just yeah. going fucking too hardcore into that. Cause Easy I, mistake I to that. make. I love, I love excessive tongue. Uh, but if you're going in like first kiss, you can't just jump to that. That's a lot. You know, nobody wants like a flopping, you know, a flopping, sopping muscle in their mouth mm. you know, the first time that they're locking lips with you. Uh, so a, a gal like called me out on it once and I was like, oh shit. Okay. And I kind of was like, what, like what, like what, like how should I go about this though? Like, what do you reckon? And I kind of over time, like my thing is how do you how do I even articulate this it's kind of forceful but like lightly so you know what I mean so like a firm handshake yes. sort of level so you're putting some like physical kind of like Mark you're saying with, with squeezing the thigh you're yeah. putting or the pull towards you you're putting a little bit of force into you but it's not ah, fucking you know down down their throat tongue shit yeah and, I actually uh, experienced the exact same thing where somebody called me out on it and it like was huge for me. It's like, oh yeah, I wish somebody had told me that before. Like, <laughs> right. just give me, give me fucking constructive criticism. I thrive on it. How many, how many, you know, possible uh, uh, relationships had I squandered with my, with my horrific tongue monstering? You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, I, interesting fact about me: I have a completely fucked up tiny tongue, so <laughs> I have to be a follower. I um this is graphic, but when I was a little kid, I cut the thing that holds your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. (laughs) Our buddy Herschel who came on the show did that shit too. We've had two tongue frenulum cutters on this podcast. Yeah, I don't no other show has that claim to fame. So I had to get it like stitched back on. So like the the wet mouth thing kinda sounded like a joke, but I'm a very slobbery person because I just have like excess tongue in the back of my mouth because it happened so young. (laughs) Oh no that like my tongue just like grew in instead of out because of my injury. Oh no. That's it's fucking wild. horrific. It's awful. <laughs> fucking A. I uh, I got too much tongue. It fucking it's like scalloped on the side cuz it's like doesn't fit in my teeth quite right. I hate it. May I may I brag for a moment? Oh, yes. don't tell me about your perfect tongue. Honey. I have My tongue's great, but I have never I have never been uh, reprimanded on a kiss, but I have been told that I have. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get right up on the mic to say this. Pillow lips. <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck yeah yeah luscious lips of the of the podcast world arthur they, arthur brab they love the pillow lips they love them <laughs> that that kind of it feeds into my last like piece of advice here and this is another thing that like is kind of hard to articulate it because it's more of like a feeling. The, the only thing I can like compare it to is like if you're meditating, you're doing like a body scan sort of thing, and you're like focusing how your feet feel or something. Mm-hmm. Is like focusing on your lips and like the sensation there, right? Because that's about what they're feeling. And so mm. in terms of like that light forcefulness I'm talking about, for I don't know, for me the way I think about it, it's all in just kind of like focusing on how my lips are feeling in this situation and then also like bringing the speed a good amount down at least yes. to begin with right like a more deliberate kind of slow thing rather nobody, than like a chaotic a tongue fast, attack nobody wants a fast kiss no oh, i i disagree with that one um <laughs> the yeah the only thing i would say is like this goes with pretty much everything but like follow the fucking lead like mm. I the best I feel like is when you get like a little bit of a push and pull where like somebody yeah. like goes in a little bit and you kind of like back off slightly and like kind of play that game circle the drain for a little bit before you really get going. Mm. I feel like that uh it's like kiss edging, I guess. <laughs> it's a good kiss edging. That and is a, the perfect fucking description. And a good episode title. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fucking that's fucking it right there. <laughs> well, good luck, 20M out there, you know. But asking the question here, I think your mind's in the right place. So good good luck with that uh, Good luck with that kissing. All right, folks. Time to fucking strap in. We got a real, real hard one, a real doozer right here. <laughs> Did I destroy my date with sex? I matched with a lady and I wrote her hello, pretty much asking, what's up? She replied something generic and asked me how I'm doing. I felt it's boring, and at the moment, I was horny and watching porn. I pretty much told her that I'm horny, and she matched me at the perfect moment. She was silent for ten minutes, then just wrote, Ha <laughs> Oh, no. I took a picture of how horny I am and sent the URL via text. I, I'm long, so her reply was, Holy shit, it's huge. I told her, That does not help me. Meeting her will. What? <laughs> she told me, like now? Oh, let's see. I told her that will not help me meeting her will. I thought I thought it was meeting her will. Like her, her <laughs> willpower was meeting her willpower with mine. She wrote, like now? I told her, yes, asking for her phone number and address. She gave me her phone number, telling me to call her in two hours that she was not ready for all of this and she needs time. I told her it's fine. I'll hit her up in two hours. I shaved, showered, got myself tidy, Hit her up around 11 p.m. She joked over the call uh, that I waste no time, and I told her that it's hard to think when most of my blood is somewhere else. She laughed nice. and gave me the address. I was driving to her and honestly excited. Uh, I never was so blunt with a woman before, so when I got to her place, I was raging hard, and she opened her door and, and was dressed in a very sexy black bra and underwear. From the moment I got in, we started to make out right away. She removed my jeans, shirt, and she was grinding on my bulge, complimenting my size. <laughs> and she went down on me on her knees and told me it's larger physically than on the pictures, giving me oral. My XGF uh, used a condom for everything, so it was very new to getting it without one. I realized I can come right in her mouth. <laughs> it was so hot to me, and I didn't hold back when she was getting me there. I happily let it happen. As I came in her mouth, she was smiling. And she later showed me 
that she swallowed it all. Like, how much later? That would be funny. Anyway, we moved to the bedroom, and I gave her oral. We had sex till 8 in the morning. We completely didn't give a fuck about work or condoms. She let me feel everything naturally. She also took me balls deep, unlike my ex. And that, uh, unlike my ex, that pushed me back. And it was an issue. We did end up cuddling and going to sleep together in the morning just to wake up and carry on fucking. We had sex five times the next day, barely leaving the bedroom. I was luckily lucky to get sex out of my ex once a week. However, once I did return, I realized all of this sparked due to sex. There was nothing out of it. Does it mean there's no chance of a relationship with her? And that was posted by RWEcon. And that is a perfect example of what Chapo Trap House called out as a fake fucking question on our sex and relationship. <laughs> this didn't happen. Yeah, let me just come in hot at the beginning here and saying, uh, this guy fucks. He certainly does. This, this in is great detail. Like some dude's fucking some dude who is not fucked's fantasy. Like in so yeah. many ways here. Oh yeah. Uh Oh, uh, fucking, holy shit, it's huge. And then it gets there, and she was, that's even bigger than I thought. You have Whoa! the biggest dick on the goddamn planet. And then we had sex the entire night until 8 a.m. That's, that <laughs> is really, that is that detail is what made me realize. I was like, this seems a little weird. And he's like, we had sex at 8 in the morning. I'm like, no, you fucking did not. <laughs> and then just also in this long of a post where he's like talking about his giant hog and shit to just say like <laughs> giving me oral and gave her oral like just say blue and went down on her yeah like, use the vernacular it, it yeah, feels weird. so specifically weird when you're like talking about your balls Clinical. and shit to just say oral the the bulge too like it just this reads kind of like poorly written erotica i don't know man if they're in an actual situation like this, I mean, we can answer the general concept here. Sure. You have a hookup. It's very driven by sex. I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's, sometimes there is just a sexual connection and a relationship likely ain't going to come out of that. And that's, and, and that's totally cool. Right. But that also isn't like a given, you know, I've dated people that it started out as just like a hookup thing. And then we came to realize like really liked each other turns into a relationship. So this this massive text talking about your fucking hog was definitely unnecessary when that is basically the main thing here. Yeah. And it depends on the situation is the answer. So <laughs> there you go. Like if you're into a relationship with this person, I don't know, try to move it in that direction. Go on some more dates. See if you're into them. They're into you. And if not, well, there you go. Maybe it's a hookup yeah. situation. Maybe yeah. you go your separate ways. Uh, but yeah, I don't think the the hog uh, or the bulge or the the giving of oral. I don't know how that all factors into the concept here. But thank you for your your horny fucking story. And like honestly, I will say like sexual attraction and compatibility is so fucking important in a relationship. True. Like if you know that you can fuck real good with her, like just fucking talk and see if you have anything in common. And if not move on or keep fucking if you want to, but like yeah. the only right. way to find it out is to just ask her instead of asking fucking Reddit. Exactly. Did it's, I destroy my date sign. with sex? Only you can answer that question. Did you destroy <laughs> your date with sex? 
I was waiting for this to get into how his hog was too big, and she was like, I can't handle it. And then he was yeah, like, I thought he was going to like fuck her to death or something. Cursed with a big <laughs> dick. Can't date anybody because they just burst into chunks whenever I try to have sex with my massive raging <laughs> like, hog like, like fucking Unreal Tournament. Just like, pow! <laughs> 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 it's just instantaneous. Jesus just fucking Christ. Insta-gibber with your wang. <laughs> All right, get get better at fucking writing erotica, W R W E con. And Jesus like, honestly, if you're gonna Christ. do this, like, put in the effort and like set it in some sort of fun fictional universe. Like, I went through a period where I was reading volume after volume of Harry Potter erotica when I was like ah. sixteen. Like, <laughs> who's your ship? Like, who's your OTP? Like you, I don't know what that means. One true pairing. Who's your one true pairing? Oh man. I think I just always long for the Harry Cho bullshit. Yeah, sure. Like, sure, sure. I feel like that always got me. I do like um, some Weasley incest is always fun to read about. Oh, yes. That really... Um, <laughs> and you want, like, fucking, like, like Ginny and Bill, not even any of the close-age ones. Um, <laughs> that was grim. I really regret saying that. Yeah, just fucking ginger pubes matted with cum. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, like, okay. Set, set, this, oh, okay. S- set this whole scree in fucking Hogwarts, and my hog will be in hand. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'll say my uh, OTP is J.K. Rowling and the motherfucking guillotine, because uh, fuck turfs. Okay, it's question Ooh. box time. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Assuming. Woo! Yes. Where you been? Yes. Yes, it's the uh, question. God, I got a lot of energy today. It's the question box. Hey, favorite thing. You hey. the listener. You can send your questions in to us, and we'll answer them. It's that easy. Uh, if you'd like to send a question in to us, you can... Find the link to our anonymous question box on our Instagram bio. That's Instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag. Or at our website, RadioFreeToteBag.Podient.Co. Uh, I don't have to make an account. It's anonymous. It's literally just a text box. Type your question in. We will get it, and we will read it. And this week, this week we got a hot tip for you. So here it comes. Here's a hot tip. Incorporate more saucy time in the, into the bedroom. My wife and I like to use Prego. I prefer a classic marinara. The cheesier of the pregos will seep into every crack, and then it will be hard to wash out, and it will stink to high heaven. Guaranteed. My wife still has yeast infection. Stay away from the cheesy pregos. Stick with the classic marinara. I want to... I, can I... I want to take... I want to take it again. And I want to just... There's an edit I want to make. Do you guys... Do you guys know who Paul Prudhomme is? Do you know who that is? Anybody? No. Uh-uh. Fuck. He's like a New Orleans chef, and he has a catchphrase, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it like that. Okay. <laughs> the cheesier of the Pragers will seep into every crack, and then it will be hard to wash out, and it will stink to high heaven. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> this does read like a bizarre advertisement for Prego. For Prego. Like, but only oh my for God. the marinara. Oh my god, is this our first ad read? <laughs> this episode of Radio Free Topic is sponsored by Prego. Prego, don't use the cheesier stuff. It'll seep into every crack and then it will be hard to wash out and it will stink to high heaven. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs>
This is the kind of fanfic, this is the kind of erotica that I like, and I yes. appreciate this palate cleanser, listener, it's, after that last fucking garbage voyage of, of hoggery. It's extremely <laughs> Chuck Tingle in its way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's very good. And Pound I will it. say, like, Prego and Ragu are really good, but like, if you're gonna do it, like, just put in the effort and make some fucking homemade sauce. Like, sure, at least at least take that Prego and like add some fresh tomato, maybe some basil and garlic. Like, sauce it up a little bit before you dump it all over your wife's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if you do actually incorporate food into your sex, I think making the food together before could add an like a fucking like a dynamic to it, you know? Yeah, do like a nice Definitely. six hour Sunday sauce and really build oh. the tension. Oh yeah, yeah just, just cover your, cover yourselves with uh, with soggy noodles and fucking eat the spaghetti out the coochie. We're not doing soggy, we're an al dente family over here. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit firm. Jesus Christ. Well, th- thank you whoever wrote this. This is high quality. And uh, I'd like to remind the listener uh, that we are now sponsored by Prego. Thank you, Prego. Okay. All right. Uh, we're back to the Reddit questions. And I'm now introducing a new segment that I like to call uh, the Coochie Corner. And uh, I don't know. Arthur puts in. Let's appreciate Arthur yeah, for all lo- the editing and What are you looking music. for? What are you looking well, for no, in the Coochie Corner uh, theme? I'm saying you already put so much effort into the music and all this, so I thought I would just kind of freestyle an intro right now. Yeah, just scat me something, Daddy. Does that sound good? It's the Coochie Corner. Come on down. We're going to talk about pussies and how to pound. It's the Coochie Corner. Can I throw an alt into the mix? Remix it. Absolutely. Um, it's really short. Just down coochie corner, covered in skeet. <laughs> <laughs> the skeet that can't be beat. Guaranteed. <laughs> plan. That's the coochie you gotta eat. <laughs> okay, Arthur. We're talking about pussies. It's, it's folks. two two questions about coochies. Yes. Okay. Dark vagina. Slash dark asshole meltdown, which is oh, no. a title that that will haunt me. That's going to stick <laughs> with me. I twenty I twenty one F am spiraling out of control right now, and I can't stop. I've been reading thread after thread on this sub and googling things about how to love your dark vulva. None of it is working. I feel bad whenever my fiance goes down on me or does doggy style or any other position where his face is too close and can see everything. I have asked him if I look dirty to him or if it looks bad, and all he says is, you're being stupid. That's not a no. It's not a yes. And it's driving me insane. I want to bleach every part of my body, honestly, but especially my ass slash vag slash inner thighs. Looks like my underside vacations in Cabo while the rest of me is plaster white, and I look fucking disgusting. I have been trying to look for reasonable professional bleaching in my area for the past hour, bawling and trying not to wake up my fiance in the other room. I hate my body. I hate looking dirty. And I wish I could snap my fingers and look how I wanted. Fuck this. I want a refund. I didn't ask for any of this. Thanks for sticking around for the rant. And that was posted by throwaway767890. And I'm so sorry you're feeling this way. 
Yeah, that that sucks. Like especially just just insecurity to that level, you know, that it's it's causing you that, that much distress. Here's here's the thing though, like this is incredibly common. Like I'm a pale motherfucker and uh I got a swarthy dick and balls. I think mm-hmm. that's normal. I don't know why it is. I'd like I don't tan my penis only typically. My cock and uh, balls looks like a Greek laborer. <laughs> <laughs> And I over here am just milky white through and through, oh. like an Irish maiden. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 shit shit comes in comes in all colors, and I think this is one of these things that has to do with societal standards, uh, societal standards. And uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a guess on this, and this isn't to dish at the person here. Like I don't think this is their intention at all. But like our, our society definitely. I mean, it's fucking racist. It just is. And it yeah. fetishizes very, very white people. Like, the, the the epitome of beauty is held up as, like, this porcelain skin type person. And the fact of the matter is that that's fucking nonsense. It, it, it's rooted in racism. It's rooted in just stupid garbage and trying to sell people shit to and make them uncomfortable with their bodies so that they, they buy that stuff. And again, that's not a dish on, you know, you, uh, question asker here. Because as Throw you said, like seven six seven eight nine zero, if you will. Yeah, you didn't ask for any of this. Fucking, you know, neither did we. You get thrown into this, and you're made to feel uncomfortable about your body with things that are absolutely fucking normal. Like Completely this. normal. Like the way that we've, you know, oh, women having hairy legs, like that's gross. Like that, no, that's just how bodies are. <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck. Yeah. Uh, so like, like Arthur said, like I'm, I'm fucking sorry you're feeling like this, but I, I like. Your fiance clearly doesn't care here, you know, and him saying you're being stupid. I don't, you know, not necessarily the best answer there, but that's not a not no, not yes. Like that's a, that's a fucking no. That's a no. You know? He's fine with your Volvo. He thinks you're, you're so hot that he thinks it's absurd that you're, you're bringing something up like that. Yeah. I completely and, agree with everything you're saying, but I just cannot get over early on in this question. The when he does doggy style or where his face is too close, how are they doing doggy style that his face is too close? <laughs> like, he likes to shrimp. shrimp. He shrimps I've, up. <laughs> I've really been trying to like craft a well-thought-out response to this, but I have been hung up since you started reading this. And her fiancé had several ribs removed so that he could get a closer look at the dark asshole. <laughs> what if you had ribs removed not so you could suck your own dick, but so you could eat ass while you did doggy style? Ooh. I like to imagine that he keeps a GoPro strapped onto his mom's pubis. (laughs) Get that, get that close up look again, though, like even in, in in your question there, he's doing those things though. Like this, this clearly clearly doesn't put him off. And I I don't know. Everybody's genitals look fucking wild. There's all kinds of different variants. There is no normal to these things. It's cool. Pussies are fucking great. I love He's him. clearly having a great time with it. Uh, like, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fucking guy. I haven't, I haven't really ever had body insecurity to this level. You know, just, just friends and partners with it. Uh, but like my, my, my recommendation here wouldn't be to, to go the bleaching route on this, no. but it, it sounds like just in the tone of this and some of the other stuff that you're saying is that you're just dealing with some insecurity and anxiety and potentially depression. And I, I feel like going the mental route and trying to get to a point where you're comfortable with this is, is better than, you know, the bleaching route. Cause 
I don't know. I just I hate the idea that like some company is going to profit off your insecurity like this. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Yeah, and like unless science advances way quicker than it seems like it is, like you only got one body. Like learn to love the one you got. Like, and it's such an easy fucking thing to say when you're not struggling with it. Of like, yeah, just have you tried like liking your body? Have you just thought about that? But like, <laughs> yeah, just like be comfortable with yourself. Like. Figure out what it is that's leading you to feel these feelings and try to address it instead of trying to change it. Like, just try to accept it. It's so much easier than, like, going out of your way to fucking change your body. Right. She, right. she, seems, she seems very hung up on the fact that her pussy looks dirty. It don't. It yeah. don't. Oh. It don't look dirty. Yeah, I've definitely never had a partner be like, Whoa, did you dip your caca balls into, like, caramel sauce? Or did, did you get you know mulch all over your all over your shit and it stained? You know what I mean. I don't, yeah. It's, yeah. Arthur, it, 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 Arthur, it, is that ground wa- is that ground walnut all over your genitals? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, that's what you. It's that's just the weird thing that genitals do. That's what you put on a on a baklava, right? That's that like nutty stuff on the top. I'm, yeah. I'm going. I'm going back to the Greek worker analogy. <laughs> I wonder if uh, any discoloration would come from the use of regu or prego in the bedroom. It's possible. Oh, what if you stained your genitals like a fucking Tupperware? With- <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing with the cheesy sauce too much. We use some Alfredo and use that to, to lighten things up. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. If that's a cheesy that's sauce, it's going to seep into the cracks. It's going to seep into the cracks. Be careful. It's a cheesy sauce. Very, very true. Fuck. Okay. For, re- for for real though, for real though, <laughs> I for real. I'm, I'm sorry you're going through this. This yes. kind of thing really fucking sucks, especially when it's so personal and it's attached to you. And there's no fucking you can't, escape. You can't from escape it. it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, again, like Mark said, you know, it's easy to say it. It isn't easy to do, but it's definitely worth the effort. And it's definitely a more, it's a better long term solution for this versus kind of the spot treatment that would be, you know, bleaching your bleaching your parts. So. I, I hope things get better for you on this. And yeah, uh, and one, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, go ahead. Just looking back at the like, you're being stupid. I really don't like that characterization on her fiance's part because, like, yeah, these things are irrational, but like, calling I don't know, saying they're stupid for it is like a really I can understand why that feels dismissive from her point of view. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Like that's not really talking about her addressing why she feels that way. It's just writing it off. But like, clearly, it's something she really feels like you don't want to invalidate that feeling even if it's untrue like help her get to the root of it rather than just writing it off and calling her stupid i'd say too though like in the middle of the in the middle of sex or something i could see that just being a him not realizing the seriousness uh, seriousness of this to her so like for for her part again like this is your fiance this guy clearly likes you quite a lot if you feel comfortable with it, maybe bring up, you know, this insecurity with him. And I'm sure, you know, he'd, he'd be supportive of it. And, uh, I don't know, maybe that could help ease some of that burden a little bit. Yeah. But good, good luck with this. Cause that fucking sucks, but we, we believe in you. You're good the way you are. And, yeah. uh, I, I, I hope you come to a, a point of peace with that. True ass. Okay. Hey, more coochie corner. Pussy eaters. <laughs> How does hair impact your experience? I've always wondered if shaving would impact my partners negatively because it's only smooth the first day and the regrowth makes it very rough and hurts my own hands. 
fuck, I got I got that kind of pube too. True. I've never dared to ask anyone, but I've always felt a little self-conscious about it. I'm here to get some perspective from people who dealt with it, and that was posted by Slut to Use. Jeez, what a username. Daddy. Huh. So, like, okay, day one, it's like, it's it's magic. <laughs> like, you're just there. You're unfettered. There's no there's no impediment. Everything is right there. Everything is displayed. And it's fucking excellent. Day two, uh, you got the stubble, but you're going to fight through it. Day three, it's a little longer. You're still going to fight through it. And then eventually it grows into a delicious uh, hair pie. And you love that, too. <laughs> like, it's just great. Like, it's a whole the whole we're here in the coochie corner, folks. It's great. Yeah. I, I the, my personal preference on these things is because I f- I feel the rough side. I've been with partners where there is this double and it like fucked my face up a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. That sucks. But you'll take uh, it. You'll take. On that. the other hand of the spectrum, I, like I, I if I had to choose one, I would definitely choose just totally untrimmed between those two. Interesting. Because I don't know, you get a you get a pube stuck in your teeth or something occasionally, but like whatever, that's that shit happens. That's just a snack and, for uh, later. Hey, yeah yeah a little sustenance for uh after expending all the energy but like my I, I i vote just do the trim you know long enough that it's not spiky uh, mm-hmm. but short enough that it's you, you ain't gotta dig through anything to get there you're not getting kind of hairs in the in the eyes and stuff uh but ultimately like this is a minor complaint i've definitely never been in the situation where i was like oh that's that's too much i'm not gonna have great sex right now i'd rather be a little bitch about hair for some reason. Right. See you later. Like, you know, it, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the other hand, like I'm all keep it, keep it fucking natural, baby. Like, yeah, I, I love that shit. Like, I, I think there's something so pleasant, like just soft pubes on the face. I'd take that a hundred percent of the time over it captures. Like, it captures some smell too, which is fucking hot. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it so much. Like I've, I've been with girls on both ends and like at this point, cause like I'm at the point where like, I'm not going to put effort into my pubes. Why should I make you feel like you need <laughs> sure. to either? But like right. ulti- ultimately it's like whatever my partner wants, I will be perfectly happy. Like I have my preferences, but like I'm going to gobble that up regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, so, how you feel about Coochie here? Okay. So you, we like, uh, you did mention your own, uh, uh, pubic, care regimen and you decided that like nah it's a forest it's happening yeah. that's just what's good uh i'd like to go i like to go to scorched earth every say probably six weeks right i got a cycle that i grow through right <laughs> uh and i've i've had it at, i've had it at every stage of growth and uh i i gotta say there is something very pleasant about everything just being right there there's no there's nothing to get through there's, it's just, it's just bald and it's delicious and I love it, <laughs> but, but I like all of it. Um, it's like anybody who's going to complain about hair is like that one little bitch boy that I lit up on that episode about how, uh, like his partner squirted and he left. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's such a minor fucking thing. Yeah. You can have a preference. That's fine. But don't like, if you're actively turned off, especially like as a guy, where you know yeah. female body hair standards are so are so fucking oppressive, uh, then get your shit together. <laughs> like, yeah, get your shit together. How, I, how is that what you're fixating on when you're having sex? 
I believe I declared that his bloodline was weak and he shall be forgotten by history. <laughs> and this is true of anybody who's going to complain about your pubes. Yeah, I don't want to retread something you guys already talked about. The idea of being upset about somebody squirting is It's just, fucked up! It's insane. Like, it's like a little... It's, it's like the end of the level in the original Super Mario Brothers. Like, where the fireworks go off beyond the castle. Like, you fucking did the damn thing. Like, you won. Yeah. You crushed that level. <laughs> Stop this celebration! I'm leaving! Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking terrible. Fuck that guy. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's a preference thing. I think I think for most decent people, it, it it's fairly minor. I just go with whatever because ultimately, like the sexual experience is that like that's a pretty small piece of like your time. And if you're walking around, like I, I don't know, I hate stubble. I shaved my shit down once. Fucking hated it. I have mm-hmm. like wire for fucking pubes and beard hair. It's awful. It poked everything. You know, I I just run the lawnmower over it like every couple weeks if it's starting to get tangled up. Just give it the. Yeah, but not the, but not all the way down. So just by personal preference, and you know, the only the stubble's really the only thing that I've had like actively like ouch experience with. Yeah, uh, yeah. and even but, then, yeah. I'm getting through that. I'm oh yeah, absolutely. The ouch. <laughs> like Hank Hill said, I'm gonna play through the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a cool uh, rash on my face later to let people know that I munched that. <laughs> it's like a hickey on your face. <laughs> fucking man, I got that, and then going down the fucking frenulum of my tongue always gets ripped up because my tongue's too fucking big. Yep, you beat it up on your teeth. Yeah, those, yeah, those are my two cool uh, uh, post-sexual activity little little looks. Okay, <laughs> hair's fine. Don't 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 worry about it. I love it. I love all of it. Well, sir. Okay. Wait, can we do the daddy one? Yeah, I was going to say, well, sir. Oh, we got okay, time for fuck. one more, is what I, I was going to say. But you whiffed, I whiffed it. it. I whiffed it. And this is staying in the show. Daddy fantasies <laughs> gross me out. I'm super over. <laughs> I'm going to take that again. That's not staying in. <laughs> I'm super open minded, but damn, these guys coming at me wanting to call them daddy, no thanks. Makes me feel super gross. I will happily eat your ass, but I will not call you daddy. What's up with this? It seems like it's becoming so common, and this is posted by Boomba Beast. Daddy! Okay, what's up? We gotta, we gotta get a baseline. What's everyone's stance on daddy? Makes me uh, uncomfortable. Sure. Cool in a BDSM setting with somebody I've had, like, experience with. I would not want that, like, right out of a hookup. That would be uncomfortable. Don't call but me daddy. Don't care that much. Don't call me daddy in a BDSM situation. I prefer to be called sir. <laughs> I feel that too. That's that's good times too. I was very anti-daddy. I was it's very everywhere. anti-daddy until recently. It's definitely like come into the the public consciousness more because I think like a lot of uh, kind of non non vanilla uh, uh, sex type things have like eating ass becoming a meme. You know, I, daddy's a little bit of a meme too. Um, but it, it definitely, it has such strong, like BDSM kind of like power connotations to it. Right. And also, I don't like some people got parent issues and and it's, there's a lot, it's a weird one to just like throw out there. Yeah. My, my big issue is that I just always imagine it coming from like 
a young Victorian boy, just like daddy, <laughs> daddy, pronounce daddy. Please, please let me eat your ass, daddy. <laughs> daddy, you daddy, ruined may it for I taste me. your cum, daddy? You, ruined it. you absolutely ruined it for me. Good. Nobody should do that shit. I think it's fucking weird, personally. I don't want to. I don't want to like kink shame or anything. Like I understand people like what they like. I've just all. It makes like the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Break open my bussy, daddy. It is weird, but the fact that it's weird, like I came around on it, I don't know what happened, and now it's still weird, but it's also hot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it never did it for me. But I'll say, like, like, uh, <laughs> it's totally cool not to be into that, or like any anything else, you know? It, it, it's totally fair game to be like, eh, you know, that's that's not what I prefer. Oh yeah, I certainly won't shit on anybody who is into it. It's not for me. Oh, I'm saying as somebody like question asker here who's not who's not into it, like the totally fair game to communicate your partner like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not going to do that, yeah. and that's totally cool. Uh, it is strange, like these guys, like this sounds like it's been like a repeated experience. Maybe this is like a mind worm that has gotten into you know a lot of guys' heads, or that you know first hook up and they're like. Call me daddy. And they're like, no, what the, I just met you like an hour ago. Yeah. You I, couldn't possibly have, you know, created me yeah, and was brought to term and, and then raised, you know, through life in that amount of time. It's only been two hours. Right? I, I think, I think in the heat of the moment, if it was just said to me, that could potentially be hot. I've never really experienced it, but the idea of like going in, just like, please, Call me daddy. Like, yeah. Please, please, please right. call me daddy. Like, I would love it if you called me daddy. I hate that sentence so much. Please call me daddy. Please call me daddy. Hey, could you, uh, would you, uh, you mind calling me daddy? I mean, uh, just, just come on. Why don't you just call me daddy? Come, come on. on. Come on. Come on. Just call me daddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, though. Like, it, it is weird. It's fucking weird. But it can be hot in certain circumstances. But if you're not into it, just, you know, get that across. And that's that's cool. But again, I think the reason it's so common is just because it's kind of entered the public consciousness. Because sure. it's also just like a hilarious fucking thing to say, like <laughs> outside of a sexual context. Like, daddy's a hilariously uncomfortable word. Yeah, like, I had a. I, I had call a my girlfriend daddy, but never in a sexual context at all. Like, See, it's like just, that. It's just that's, funny. That's an extremely good bit. I, I had a buddy, uh, went to a different school than me, uh, but I, I knew him from like high school. He, uh, we were out drinking once. He, he had this after college, like we'd be out drinking. He just sometimes like as an expression of excitement, be like, daddy, and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was like, uh, he mentioned somehow that like, you know, friends and shit in college, like everybody called him daddy. And I was like, nobody fucking calls you daddy, dude. Like your entire crew of friends is not calling you daddy. And he's like, all right. And he texts like his group, like uh, a bunch of different people. And is like, Hey, what's my nickname in college? And I, like within the, over the next five minutes, there is multiple messages just coming in. Like daddy, daddy, <laughs> daddy, bear, daddy, <laughs> It's incredible. It's it's oh, it's such a weird, good term, and I definitely support just yelling it out as a thing of excitement, right? Like you win a game of Overwatch or something, you're just like, "Daddy!" <laughs> See, I prefer more like a "Ooh, Daddy." I like a "Ooh, ooh Daddy." I like a "Ooh, Daddy." Like a jazzy kind of daddy, like a Mac Daddy sort of thing. Is that a jazz thing? 
Who the fuck's the Mac, Mac Daddy? Daddy? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that is a jazz thing. I'm going to start incorporating this into my vernacular, actually. I'm going to just start referring to people as Mac Daddy. That'd be good. <laughs> That'll be cool. That's oh, what no. they should have named the uh, Grand Mac or whatever they made the like the Big Mac with the bigger <laughs> yeah. patties. Yeah. Just the Mac Daddy. Yeah, the Mac Daddy comes with uh, 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 some rope and a ball gag so that you can be dominated <laughs> by the burger. I gotta say, I'd uh, I'd gobble up a Mac Daddy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. There, there's, Mac there's Daddy. a, there is. I've seen a ball gag that is a tiny burger, which is fucking comedy <laughs> to me. I swear to God, like, look it up. If you're listening, look it up because the pictures and shit are fucking like. Hold on, it's just a burger. I don't know yeah, why look, the fuck is I'm that what you want? That's a tiny burger instead of the ball gag. But that oh, should be called boy. the Mac Daddy. That's a great <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? <laughs> you, are you seeing the one that's in? It's in black and white except for the burger ball gag. Person in like the the full gimp mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's yeah. really good. That's the that's mask. the album. That's the episode art. Looking kind of yes, looking kind of just traveled, and, uh, and it looks kind of gritty. And then there's just this delicious cheesy burger right there. I'm saving that, sending that to the fucking Skype chat so you can have that for later. Oh, that, like man. honestly, it looks like a pretty decent slider, but with. I can't tell if it's a tomato or a weird disc of ketchup on it, it's, but I it's want it's a weird it real ketchup bad. disc with uh, the, melted cheese as my review. Patty, the patty looks like some shitty like McDonald's fried chicken too. Yeah, I, I want that real bad. McChicken ball gag. Oh, here's a here's a McDonald's fry butt plug. I'm gonna save that. <laughs> can, you, can you send that? Oh, I see. Yeah, it now. That's, that's very good. good. That's very I strong. Need to see that's very strong content. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, it's a show where we look up the goofiest sex toys we possibly can. That's incredible. Should, that's they like should handmade. Make, they should make a, a sex-themed McDonald's play place that just has a ball gag pit. <laughs> <laughs> but inevitably, some kid's going to take a shit in there and have to clean every oh, single one individually. The and you fucking, got a shitty burger ball gag. You know the tunnels you climb through at the fucking play place, right? Yeah. They're yeah. kind of like, they've got like the fucking musculature, like a sphincter. Like you're just climbing. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I'm gonna go to hell when I die. Hey, guess what? What's up? We've come to the end of our program. Woo! Woo! Applause for Mark. Glorious. I'm genuinely sad that it's over. Damn, homie, you got the whole squad clapping. This has been so much fun. I wish it never had to end. Well, come back sometime. You were, yeah, you, you should were definitely come back. Great. Yeah, I would love to. This has been a blast. Do you want to do uh, a last plug? Do you have anything coming up with the show, or do you want to, uh, you know, direct people give the give the link again? Yeah, so we do. Um, we release every other Thursday. Um, so we We're just a Thursday have show episode. too. Yeah, we just had every. Our last episode came out last week. This is an off week, so there'll be another one next Thursday. Um, I'm on most episodes, but we kind of have. There's like six of us, and it rotates. Um, seek out in the description the ones I'm on. I'm the the reason to come and stay for that show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pocket Monster Radio on every streaming service. Um, check it out. I also um, I play in a couple bands as well. Obviously, there's uh, no shows or anything right now, but um, I have a band called Portals. Um, we have an EP called the Void Gazer EP. 
And then I have a project called Vlad the Inhaler. That's my solo project. Um, <laughs> and I have an EP. It's like five fucking years old at this point called Case of the Mondays. Um, I'm actively recording new material right now, but check that out and maybe give me some money on Bandcamp if you feel like it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Good Fuck shit. Yeah. We'll we'll put links to the uh, podcast into the into the Bandcamp in the uh, description too. So so check it out. One last thing, I feel like this is the perfect synthesis of both of our shows that I just found while searching for the fry butt plug. Sure. Uh, it's it's a Pikachu like wall adapter where the ears go into the plug and then you plug the USB into the Pikachu's asshole. Oh. So, that, so that's a thing that exists. Can I get a little peek? Yeah, let's see it. I want to see it. Give me give me a little peek real quick. <laughs> I like that yeah. phrasing. Let me just get a little peek real quick. Just take a peek and tell me what you see. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Right? Quality. And it yeah. even specifies 2.4 amps. That's good. Yeah, I think standard. that charges like modern smartphones. Yeah, it's the standard amps. Right on. I wish that was me. <laughs> Gotta let you know that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Alcoholism by Vlad the Inhaler, a.k.a. our, our homie Mark here. And uh, I'll put the, like I said, I'll put the link to that in the uh, in the description of the episode, the Bandcamp link. Uh, so check it out. Folks, I have been uh, having a great time on this episode. I want to give another big Thank you. Big shout out to Mark. Thank you so much uh, for coming on our program. Uh, and I want to give a big thank you to the listeners for hanging out. Thank you so much. And uh, I also want to let you know that I love you. Thanks. Bye. Slow descending